Welcome to the new pod order, brought to you by FFD260, with your hosts, Joel, Nick, and Alfredo. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Joel Davis, and welcome to the new pod order. Uh, I am your host, and with me, as always, is AJ Flores. How you doing? What's going on? And Nick Brown. How you doing, sir? Hi. Very, very talkative and uh, big personality as always, Nick. Well, yep. a lot, a lot has happened. I don't think we've talked in Roughly three months, months two, two, three months. It's been a long, long time. A lot has happened. Um, AJ, you've, you've, you've had it all, buddy. You've, you've come up and down, and you've been there and back again. And we all hated your guts there for like 24, 48 hours. But, but you're back, and we don't hate you quite as much now. Mm, but but your like Eagles, it. your Eagles won the Super Bowl, man. How does it? How the fuck does it feel? Because I am, I, I literally can't imagine. Literally cannot. It was great. The parade was yeah. great. Drinking yeah. was great. I mean, what? Who does that? All right, congratulations. Um, so, in all seriousness, um, Nick Foles, he actually did it. He only him and Eli Manning, who, if you combine their IQ, is about Tom Brady's were able to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So that's that's pretty pretty amazing. Um, but in all seriousness, the Eagles totally deserved it. They played the better game and and I mean from from the first playoff game, they uh, they had the drive and you know congrats congrats to Philly fans everywhere. Oh, that did not taste good. Um, all right. Enough of that. I'm um, I'm over it. You you got yours. I'm moving on. Fly, it's, Eagles, it's, fly. it's it's now the dynasty offseason. So let's get started. Alshon Jeffrey is a badass and played a lot of last year with a torn rotator cuff for who knows how long. All of last year, training camp. Allegedly. Um, And he just had surgery and is now out six months. That is not good. I don't, I mean, I I may buy him in Dynasty if I can, but if somebody's trying to sell him for cheap, but I don't, I don't like that for the prices he's been going at. And I don't, I don't want a guy to maybe be out six months because especially something like that that could linger. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I think it just makes him that much more of a buy because mm-hmm. he was playing on a torn rotator all last season and he did as well as he did with the amount of looks he got and that and just the catches he was making in the playoffs, he averaged 18.2 yards per catch with Nick Foles. Well, I thought Nick Foles was a goat, so um, <laughs> Nick, I what, mean, do you, what do you my think? Twitter, do you? Uh, he'll be fine. I'm not, whatever. If I can get him cheap, I can get him cheap. I'm not going to go out of my way to find him. See, I just, I, I really thought Alshon was one of those next level guys, like, like almost DeAndre Hopkins next level. And this year it, you know, I, I obviously didn't think that obviously nuke was one of the best in the league, but Alshon just did seem to be missing a step. And, I, I know that this comes out a lot of times for guys whenever they had a bad season. Oh, well, he was playing with this. He was playing with that. And absolutely, a torn rotator cuff is not something that is easy to play with. But a lot of guys do play with injuries. So I, I don't think that it, I would I would give a boost to his value because he has a rotator cuff injury and played well. But I, I don't think it hurts it that much for dynasty value. Um, moving on, let's talk about some free agent talk. Um, probably one of the crazier headlines of the offseason so far alex smith is now a washington redskin um 
Not really sure what happened, but now he has a $71 million guaranteed and a four-year $94 million extension. What do you guys what do you what do you think of this? What is what is going on? Nick? I still can't believe that he was in the same draft as DeMarcus Ware. Wow. Wow. I it it blows my mind. Initials game prep. (laughs) Wow. I really did not realize that. Um, how much is DeMarcus Ware getting paid this season? (laughs) Not not seventy one million guaranteed. He signed with the Mets, so he'll be getting paid for the next fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually a fair assumption. Um, so for the Redskins, I, I mean, I'd have to imagine Redskins fans that have to piss you off, wouldn't it? That you've been sitting on Kirk, they've been you know saying either sign Kirk or trade him or do something, and now they go and pay an older quarterback. I mean, granted, Alex Smith. He's he's good. I don't think anybody's going to say that Alex Smith is a bad quarterback, but does it really make any sense to give him this deal? I mean, in four years, do you think Alex Smith is a top fifteen quarterback in four years? He he works for what they do on offense. He's like Crowder. Like none of their guys, none of their dunk. players aren't. Yeah, they're not going to stretch the field. So he's a he's a rich Gannon. Like he's a short short pass guy and they have short short yardage receivers like it's perfect okay but vertical vertical offenses are what win in the nfl that's he, what he won in kansas city what did they win games <laughs> they, my, my point is is that i mean yes whatever he's the term he's I not a fantasy term. quarterback but he's a, a he's real a game life. manager yeah. he's a game manager yeah and that's fine but Kirk Cousins is—I just think he's a better quarterback. I mean, I don't—I don't understand how you're not. I mean, maybe maybe what is going on here is Kirk was asking for four-year, uh, hundred eighty million. I mean, literally, we don't know. That's I mean, exactly what it was. I mean, it, it it probably is what it was. But and they said, you know, we can get Alex Smith for you know half what you're asking, whatever. Yep. And it's just—it's so hard for me to believe, though that they want to let Kirk go after all they've been through with the tag and all this. but They don't want to. They're making offers. They yeah, just can't yeah. meet up on price, and so whatever. So, they so they have let, to find so a quarterback. Then let's talk about Kirk. Where, where, do we, where, do you, where do you want to see him go versus where do you actually think he's going to go? The Patriots are going to sign him for two years, $15 million <laughs> total. Total. <laughs> total. That would wouldn't that just be awesome if the Patriots just like offered him a huge contract, he accepted it, and Tom oh. flew away into the sunset. Two year vetmen. Two year vetmen. Yeah. Um, but seriously, where where do you want to see him go? Versus where versus the Jets? <laughs> because at this point, it's probably the Jets. But I want to see him go to Cleveland, and they can use those first two picks. On some impact players. Uh, hey, you asked. Yeah, I answered. No, I know. Uh, you, like just know they, that, if, you just if, know how I feel about the Browns anymore, but I, I understand they, that would be a good move. Back the truck up and said, you know what? Two years, take $130 million for two years. Yeah. We're going to draft Barkley first. And for we'll two get years? <laughs> whatever. Win more and games then, than they did the last two. Right. We'll draft Barkley first and. Fitzpatrick or whoever you want, Kirk. We'll draft whoever you want at four. We'll, whoever you want, the first two picks in the second round, 
and then we get to pick the rest. But you can draft three players, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, I would not like to see him go to the Browns. I would like to see him go to Denver, even though, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Denver either, but I would love to see that just for that is what that offense is missing. Obviously Brock Osweiler is what they were doing with Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch. They have nothing at quarterback. Kirk could literally step in and make them a championship caliber team. And I just want whatever. I just want what's best for the NFL. It's really all I want. I want to see good football and I want to see what I don't want to see is him go to the jets and the jets end up being you know, went with four wins, three wins, whatever. He throws for 4,000 yards, and who gives a shit, you know? As long as two of those wins are against the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but, if he goes to Denver, as long as two of those wins are against the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, yeah, I would love to see him go to the Chargers, but we all know that's not realistic. Uh, Fredo, what about you? Where do, where do you think – where do you want to see him go versus where do you think he goes? I'd like to see him go to the Arizona Cardinals. Because okay. they have, uh, if DJ can stay healthy, obviously all these are healthy questions. Um, they have Fitz, they have DJ, so they have a solid passing receiver. Who else? The, the Who else? Back. Then they have Jerron Brown. I don't know if he's a big deal or not anymore. Forty-eight more. Come on. Um, but and then they got a solid they, defense. Like if their defense had somebody that could actually get them a lead, yeah, then they would be able to play better. But they're always playing from behind, and they're on the field a ton because Carson Palmer and Drew Stanton and can't you remember who else was out there on the field? Blaine Gabbert. Um, it was just like they're mostly the, the on Cardinals field all the time. The defense. Cardinals are in bad shape. They have they still don't have a number two corner. They don't have a number three corner. Uh, Matthew covered the slot when he wasn't back at safety. They don't have. An offensive line, really. They don't have solid receivers outside of Fitz. Fitz is gone after this after this year. They don't have tight ends unless you're counting Ricky Seals, goddamn Jones, and I don't. I, I like him. Yeah. I like the guy. Okay. I mean, for, I mean, how many people have three catches? Have, have the name Ricky Seals, goddamn Jones? I mean, that's a hell of a name. One. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think I don't think Cousins would go there. It'd be it'd be cool to see him go down there just to see. Him throwing to Fitz, but that's only going to be for a year. And yes. he's going to have to target Fitz 35 times a game because that defense won't stop anybody. God, though, could you imagine the fantasy, though? Do they? <laughs> oh, no, the fantasy. Oh, my God. I can't stand what, up. What picks do Arizona um, have in the draft this year? Not great. I know they don't have a lot of cap space, and they don't have a lot of draft capital. And they're, I want to say they're top – 11 top 12 i think i mean that's not a bad spot to draft a potential need i mean but they have a lot of needs yeah for like sure, you could obviously. get you could get calvin ridley he'd be a good fit in that offense with fits across yeah i mean yeah or you go with the best cornerback available and you get some help on that back end of the defense to where you should pick a 50 by the way huh what's that Cardinals pick at 15. Again? Really? Isn't that where they got Reddick last year? It feels like that's where they pick every year. Yeah. Um, but I, I I agree with you. I would I really would have liked to have seen Kirk go there if Arians was still there. Yeah. Because that would have been a dynamic duo. And mm-hmm. I, I really what I was 
hoping secretly was that Arians went to Indianapolis and then, you know, that would be, that would have been awesome. But obviously he's, uh, he's not, he's out of the NFL for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's enough about Kirk. Uh, let's talk about the big free agent of the off season, AJ McCarron. Um, guys, can the Browns do it? Can the Browns have it all? Can they have AJ McCarron? And no, that's it. That's, that's it all. And that's all picks. they want. That's all they want is AJ McCarron. Well, that's all Hugh wants. That's all Hugh Jackson really wants. Um, in all seriousness, I've heard a lot of people saying he's going to get paid like Mike Glennon did, um, which I, I actually understand. I don't think you can argue against it because this year was such a prime example. Where, where you have Blaine Gabbert who's being rolled out, where you have Tom Savage, where you have TJ Yates. I mean, you know, injury after injury this year and backup quarterbacks were, I mean, it, there was a lot of ugly QB play. And whether or not A.J. McCarron actually is good is kind of yet to be seen. But at this point, we know a lot of the bad quarterbacks. So I guess the 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 allure of him is still there, you know. I mean, his career quarterback rating is like ninety three, I think. Wow, that's wow. I would I would I would take I would take McCarron over Scott Tolzien. I will say that. Well, I really, I really do almost think the Browns might sign him. I mean, Cole. it would be the Browns' move ever to to just mm-hmm. finally get their boy, Cole Beasley or Scott Tolzien. Hmm. We're we talking throwing the ball or catching the ball. Throwing. Uh, either either way, Cole Beasley. <laughs> uh, catching the ball. Who who is a better receiver, Nick Foles or Cole Beasley? <laughs> Tom Brady. Oh no no no. Uh, definitely not Tom, not Tom Brady. Uh, I know Tom Brady has lost way more Super Bowls than anybody I know. Um, and I'm I really, sure and I start Cole Beasley talks and I, and I barely know Tom, uh, uh, Belichick has lost just as many. Wow. Yeah. That's, Jeez. that's, that is know. a crazy, crazy statistic that nobody's mm-hmm. ever heard before. Um, well, that's, that's all on AJ McCarron. I, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Uh, do you guys care at all about him? No, not going to impact you really. Somebody's yeah. going to pay him like $20 million and feel like an idiot. I've heard that the Vikings might take a look at him. Oh, of course they will. Hey. I of hope they do. Of course they will. I hope they do. Dude, why? Why would they not just they resign don't have Case? Anybody because they they don't want to pay Case as a one year hit. They want to. Yeah. Why? It's, it's one Case of those was things. The, dude, Case Keenum was good this year. But what happened to him in the playoffs? Right. The, it, it, you don't what know happened? what you don't know what Case is going to be there next year. What? You don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I I disagree because I would rather. Go with the guy that got me to the playoffs last year, and but, but fell and on his face not... after a pick. He fell on his face after a pick six. Keenum Keenum was on a free roll the entire season. Like I he... get it, I I understand, but but he played and looked good though. Yeah, he like did. He, did. he looked good. But do you want to do you want to shell out all that money for a guy that looked good one year? Okay, but you're also trying to say that like. Like we we have no problem looking at Jared Goff and being like, oh, well, he had Jeff Fisher. Well, Case Keenum has never had an offensive mind, which granted now is had, is gone. He had Jeff Fisher, but exactly, he had Jeff Fisher. I mean, so he actually was in this offense where they were opening things up and and trying to work to his advantage, and it worked, and they won a lot of games. And Adam Thielen is, was was electric. I mean, but should they have been in the championship game to begin with? No. 
I mean, whatever. Should the Eagles have been in the championship? I mean, ifs and buts. I mean, but they were. They didn't win on a fluke play. They... Okay, my point is, my point is, when your other options are AJ McCarron, you re-sign Case. You don't. I mean, they're built to win now. They can't draft a quarterback. They can't. I mean, what other free agent off off-season sign could they get at quarterback? Other than case, what I mean, I guess Teddy Bridgewater is what they may be banking on. Maybe. Well, it depends maybe. on how they're that. Or Sam um, Bradford, if is he still on the roster? If they're yeah. going to be able to hold his contract, if they're going to be able to keep him on the roster. I mean, if they, they can. Could... If... Oh, go ahead, Nick. No, 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 I was just saying, like, if they can toll Brad uh, uh, Bridgewater and keep him uh, keep him under contract for his last year and not lose him to free agency, then it gives them a lot more options. He's not going to sign with a team. He said he's not going to sign with any team unless he's going to be the guy and he's going to be the starter. He's going to come in cheaper than Keenum because Keenum's obviously going to capitalize on mm-hmm. his good season, which he should. They should push Bradford as far away as possible. They should just put him Let out him on retire. an island. Yeah. But he's not. I, if he goes to Arizona, like I, I saw something about him maybe going to Arizona, he will die. Yeah. That old Between, between the pass rush that San Francisco is getting, the pass rush that Seattle already has, and the pass rush that the Rams have, yep. he won't make it to week seven. Well, and their, and their game plan two. next year yeah. is going to be, if their game plan next year is anything other than dump the ball off to David Johnson, throw the ball to David Johnson, then they're doing it wrong, quite frankly. But, um, yeah, I, I basically, I kind of agree with everything you just said, Nick. Kind of feels weird to say that, yes. but <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 all I, that's all I can say about that. Let's talk about let's talk about my other favorite free agent, which let's just do all the things that you want to do. I think yeah, well that's basically what we do on this pod. The name of the game, um, Frank Gore, the man, the myth, the legend, is going to be thirty five years old this year, and he's going to be a free agent. How much money? Is he going to get paid five hundred million dollars? That's that's what he deserves. If the NFL was like every other job, he would be getting paid five hundred million dollars for tenure and work experience and everything. He would just be getting paid crazy because that guy. I mean, his nickname is literally Old Man. I mean, it's it's amazing. So he's probably not going to get signed by anybody, is he? And just fall off into the abyss. He'll get signed. Yeah. I, I I could see him going to the Patriots or the Dolphins. For the Chargers, honestly. Actually, the Chargers really could use somebody, just somebody. Who we are have about? two running backs. Frank Gore, man. Oh. Are you for really cheap? Just get Frank Where Gore. Where have you been? Cheap. Where have you been? I Where did you go? We were talking. Um, Frank Gore goes to the Eagles for his second of stint. Course. His second stint. He didn't sign a deal. He wasn't there for a first stint. I actually make another another video. I actually don't hate the idea of him going to the Eagles because Blunt's definitely going to be gone. Blunt says he wants to be back, though, because he likes Deuce, but he said he's going to test free agency, so it's questionable. But Frank Gore really goes to a contender, and it's either going to be like to Minnesota if Jarek McKinnon le- leaves to back up Cook or some mm. other contender on the FC. For him to go to mini, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, they'd have to get rid of Murray and McKinnon. Mm. Do you think he would take up all that money? No, well, they'd have no. I'm just saying, like the spots, he wouldn't get. He wouldn't see the field 
if well, you McKinnon's a free to Minnesota. Agent, right? Right, uh, but they still have Murray under contract. Yeah, and it's like so a light it, contract, so is I think he can be a potential cut if I'm not mistaken. Like it's not a heavy con- paying contract. That segues. Is, where where do you want to see or where do you want to see Jerick McKinnon go though? Where where do you think he he will go? He wants to be he wants to be the because, man in Because he, I actually think he is one of the most interesting because you know pe- for years people have been saying that athletically, you know, metric wise, he's he's a three down back, he's got it all. And quite frankly, he kind of showed it this year and I, I would like to see him go. I think he's a maybe, better Deion Lewis essentially. To a point, but I, I, could, I think I could get on with that. I think he's just a yeah, a little little bigger, a little maybe a little stronger. But and, I, it's it's so hard because with running backs, we think that that running back may be a need for a team when really that that team doesn't think it is at all. You know, I mean, some teams just don't value the running back position as highly as others. So, uh, I mean, I'd like to see I'd like to see McKinnon go somewhere where he can get a lot of use. But he could York, end up Giants. Well, he he could end up back in Minnesota after he tests free agency and realizes he's not going to get paid that much money. That's that's a very real possibility. Maybe the Giants. I could I could see that because they you know they could try Darkwa or Gallman on the first two downs and realize that those guys are garbage and then go to McKinnon more. Like, I, I can also, see that happening. I also a lot. think the Giants might draft Saquon. Um, but it, it's, I, that, it's got to get there. Yeah, if he doesn't go number one overall, I, I I I've heard either way. I mean, I've heard that they're locked into a quarterback. I've heard that they're. Going best player available, which would either be okay. Well, here's here's my theory. I think that I think if the Browns are going to take a quarterback at four, then they're just going to take him at one. Why would they say we like this guy, but instead we, we want a quarterback, but we're going to risk somebody else taking him? No, I, I just don't. Between, I don't yeah. see that. That's what it, I just don't see that happening. It all depends on they, how you how you value the quarterbacks. Like from what I've seen, I mean, I I've seen reports saying that Rosen's head and shoulders, but everybody. I've seen reports that Mayfield is head and shoulders. I've seen Darnold is better than everybody. But when it, when it comes don't you the say best, I was gonna say don't say Josh Allen. <laughs> no, no, no. He's he's a total developmental project. Like he yeah. he's a guy that's gonna go and he needs a city here. Like yeah, it, no. I like but, Lamar Jackson though. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come yeah. out and say it. I so like what if, oh, yeah. went, what if they went Barkley Jackson back to back? It would be hilarious. It would be hilarious because that is not what they need. They do not need a guy like Lamar Jackson at all. And especially that early. If they got Barkley number one and then Lamar Jackson at four, that offense would hum between but what it why Gordon, do they need to Coleman, take or Nyoku or whatever his name is. But why do Barkley? they need to take Spl- I don't because get Because he's the best player in the draft. But Come on, you can't All say right. he's not okay. the best player in the All right. No, you're right, you're right. But but that is not their need, though. Is Running back is not even remotely one of their needs. And to make Saquon, it would make him, like, what, the number four highest paid running back in the league if they drafted him at 1-1 or the fifth they highest. They have and, money. No, no, no. Yeah, no they I have understand. crazy money. I understand that. I get that. But what I'm saying is it, it would make more sense for them to trade down. Well, we're talking about the Browns trying to make sense. Um, but but it, I would think they would want to trade down and get something that's a greater need or just take their quarterback, try and get Minka Fitzpatrick or whatever they're, they're going to try. But if you look at all their trade downs that they've done, they've missed out on so many good quarterbacks. Or everybody acts like Duke so Johnson. Far. Dude, everybody acts like Duke Johnson wasn't good this year. Duke Johnson was great this year in, <laughs> in what he was expected to do. Breathe. No. I'm pissed because you know I, I hate the Browns and you guys got me all talking about the Browns now. All right, <laughs> no team. 
considering how many top quarterbacks, I mean, there's what you've got three, four, you can stretch it to five quarterbacks that could play very well. Yeah, could. So the chances of getting a godfather deal for the number one pick are very slim. When you know that Indy wants to trade out, you don't really know what the Giants are going to do. Yeah. I mean, a lot of teams after one are will be willing to trade down yeah, for more picks. Like, so the number one pick doesn't hold as much value because there's so much, there's so many options at quarterback. Well, and, and, and to be honest, I hate to be that guy, but what we are saying right now could be moot once the, the combine starts in, yeah. I believe, seven days. Um, because, you know, some, some teams take the combine and place it in a very high regard. And if Josh Rosen goes out there and crushes everything – all of a sudden, he's the one-one. I mean, that's that's how it works. I mean, yeah. we've we've seen it before. We've at, at this point last year, Dalvin Cook was the clear one-one, and uh. and he, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. In fantasy is what I was is what I, I was talking about from that from that perspective because uh, yeah, absolutely. it was LF. absolutely good. It was LF. before before the draft. Dalvin Cook. Either way, before he was the combine, way up. It was... I, my my point is my point is before the combine before the draft, a lot of things change. So. In 2012, Dalvin Cook was the one-one. <laughs> In 2017, last year things were different. This year things are even more differenter. Um, <laughs> Shut up. So Fat Eddie is also a free wow. agent. All right, uh, and we're going back. Okay. Yeah, Eddie Lacy. We um, got off the Browns kick, and now <laughs> now we're going okay. back to the Browns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, cooking oh, of the Browns. Well, yeah. Actually, it'd be hilarious if they signed Eddie Lacy. That would be hilarious. Um, I actually don't hate Eddie Lacy. I think he's going to go somewhere and be a goal linebacker. I could see Oakland, actually, if they uh, release Marshawn, pick up Fat John, Eddie. John wants Marshawn there, though. He wants to work with him. Oh, yeah, whatever. I love okay. Marshawn. Huge Marshawn. If, Come on. If the Raiders let go of Lynch, who's their number one back going to be? Dwayne Washington. Both of those guys, him and Jalen... They, they shot, were skeptical, are, for sure. They're the same guy, yeah. aren't they? Essentially, but they gave Dwayne... I mean, it's a new regime now, but they gave Dwayne most of the like the looks after Lynch. That's where Jared season. McKinnon's going to go. But not... Yeah, I could see that. That's but neither Jared one of them really separated themselves. Like, yeah, they, of, no, they, like, nobody from that like that line was not good same. last year like they were the year before. Yeah. The line was a different line, and I don't know if it was because yeah. Donald Penn was older and he was getting out a lot and like a lot of injuries... And they, I think they lost one of their guys, didn't they, in the previous offseason last year? Um, if I'm well, not mistaken, I'm pretty sure they I could, lost somebody. I could see Derrick Henry going to Oakland, too. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. I think I think Derrick Henry's going to stay in Tennessee. I think that. Is not Derrick Henry. I'm sorry, Jamarco Murray. I'm sorry, Jamarco Murray. Oh, Jamarco like, Murray. Okay. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, is Derrick Henry like an RFA that I don't know I'm not about? sure. I, I, I really think Jamarco Murray has lost a lot. I, I think he just. He looked gassed last year. You know, Every, he looks like a good third like, down back. He looks well, like well, that's a what I mean. Third down back. He, he he would come out and he would. It seemed like first half he was fine, but he he's just gotten older. I think it's wear and tear, and it's it's it was obvious last year. It's weird uh, how time goes on. People get older. It's weird. Yeah, it's isn't so that weird? weird? Crazy. <laughs> so moving on, more free agent talk. Jarvis Landry. Uh, he's, he's tagged. Tagged and bagged. Maybe. But they might trade but, him. Yeah, they're they're. Per- I would imagine they are going to trade him. Um, I know they 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 like Devonte Parker. They like Kenny Stills. Um, My boy Kenny. Landry, I'm just not so sure that 
a lot of teams are looking for somebody like Jarvis Landry. I, I think he's very close to a complete receiver. I love him. I really think he's super talented, but he's he's more of a slot receiver. He's not really going to play outside, and I think that most teams are looking for, if you're going to pay up for a receiver, they they want an outside receiver. You know what it is? Is I think with the quarterbacks he's played with, as much as I I liked Jay Cutler going into Miami Dolphins last year. That oh God. How did that taste? I mean, out saying that sentence, yeah. that was disgusting. Anyways, anyways so as much as I like Jay Cutler, going to Miami, I liked him going to Miami because of the weapons that they had. But said it, it didn't again. Work. I don't taste terrible. The second they, they didn't work. It didn't work. The line sucked. I mean. I wouldn't hate seeing Jarvis go to the Bears and seeing Mitch have a nice slot guy that he could. No, 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 no. You're doing it all wrong. You're doing it all wrong. You just take Matt. I don't know how to say his last name, so I'm not even going to bother saying it. You just take Matt as the coach. You let Mitchell throw it to Tariq Cohen in slot, put Jarvis out there and Cam Meredith, and keep Kendall Wright on like (sighs) wide receiver four with Jordan Howard in the backfield. I forget about Cam Meredith. I forgot about yeah, that dude. And you just let the, the you let Tariq Cohen take out the slot position. You let Jarvis be hopefully a speed threat because that guy's got some pretty quick feet. And then Cam well, be the big receiver like Alshon was back when he was I mean, with the Bears. I don't know about half that gibberish you just said, but I do like Landry too <laughs> with the Browns. I really because don't. I, the, 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 well, you, no, no, but I how do you go to the Bears to the Browns? Can you explain this to me? Oh shit, to the to the Bears. I'm sorry. I'm we just, right I, I, I got Browns in mind. No, I'm not, unfortunately. Um, I, I just think that Tariq Cohen is they're going to use him as a running back. They're, they don't want to use him as a wide receiver. He's too he's too versatile to just have him as a wide receiver. But but yeah, Jarvis Landry, just just be on the lookout for him. See where he's going. Um, another wide receiver that's going to hit the free agent market is Terrell Pryor. And, of course, the Browns want him back because the Browns, if somebody leaves for a year, the Browns are like, hey, he was good, right? We should we should sign him again. Um, so, yeah, I, just because of the rumblings, I almost think it's like a lock for him to go to the Browns. What do you, what do you guys think? I think he goes to, like, he's been around the league so much that I think he just goes to somewhere that, potentially gives him an offer with a contender. I don't think he's just going to go sign with the Browns for money. He's just been in the league so long. He was at Oakland. He was with the Browns. He's been in the league so long, but he's had two actual years as a good wide receiver. So this was a half year. Yeah, it's a half year. So I don't actually think that he's as valuable. That's what I'm saying. You just take a low-cut pay and you be like a wide receiver four or five or three on a team that's potentially playoff but bound and you just ride the wave as long as you can. I've been wanting him to put on the horseshoe for quite a while. Ooh, but I yeah, I do like that actually. But thinking about him reuniting with Hugh Jackson, so it'd be Corey Coleman, Pryor and Josh Gordon, David Njoku, Duke Johnson. I mean that that would be nice. But they that need to have fun. somebody to throw it to them. Like, if they can't get the ball well, to okay, them, well, Josh well, no McCown. Joke. No, Joe, just to throw they, this out they're here. They're talking about keeping him on the Jets. Just to throw this yeah. out here, Tyrell Williams is probably going to be gone. He's a free agent. He probably is going to be gone. And the Chargers seem to love to sign wide receivers in the offseason, even when they don't need one. Um, well, I yeah, can see, they have, like, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Travis Benjamin still? Oh yeah, and Tyrell Williams. Don't you forget it. No, is he there just, like not he's a free yeah, agent. Yeah, you just said he's a free agent. 
Well, but but I'm saying we we had him this year. Whatever. I'm saying we had him this year. He could still potentially resign. But I'm saying if he's looking for big money, I'd say get rid of him, sign Terrell. I mean, if you know, depending on what they're looking for, I'd much rather have Terrell Pryor than yeah, Tyrell Williams. I'd like that. My that'd be point. that'd be fun. I think he would be. I think it would be a good fit for him. Keenan and uh, Terrell with P. Riv. And and to be honest, he needs to go to Seattle. Seattle needs another receiver, man. They need Doug. somebody. You have to just to I, go. I like some... Paul Richardson too, though. But Jimmy like, Graham's I, a free agent. So what do you what do you do? Jimmy Graham is a free agent. Not okay, but Isn't Jimmy Graham Wilson is Wilson a free agent too. Jimmy Graham is not the difference maker that he once was, though. I think it has to do just with because it's a different scheme. It's a uh, yeah, different, it's a different offense. Yeah. Because yeah, because he's a great blocker, and that's what I mean. They he just blocks for him all the time, and but I get it. For New Orleans, he caught like. Double digit touchdowns every season. It was a wide open okay. offense. Okay, blocker, not not great blocker. I got all over You did. You are. <laughs> it's like you've been out of this well, for three months. Well, uh, an, another tight end that is unlikely to be resigned um, is Tyler Eifert with the Bengals. Um, he's another one of those guys that I really like. I like his talent. I know he's he's hurt a lot, but you know when when he is out there, he's scored a lot of touchdowns and he. I mean, he just bodied guys. He just manned up and just just made the plays. Um, I I mean, I could see a lot of teams using him because you can get a tight end like him for for what you could get a wide receiver for. Um, it I think it's kind of a no brainer. Um, what, what do you think that Nick uh, New England obviously him. like everybody? Nah, I mean it will be it will be fun to see <laughs> the guy that they called Baby Gronk to go with Gronk. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I off the top of my head, the Dolphins. I think that'd be actually, yeah, the Jags. I would like to see him go yeah. to the Jags. They could actually use use somebody like him in the red yeah, zone. Yeah, that'd be fun. Well, they have a Rob, but still, they could. Right. Well, they, they could, if they franchise him, Bortles Bortles can use all the help he can get. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe the Jets. Yeah, I, I do think. Yeah, yeah, the Jets wouldn't be a bad fit either. But I, I do think that Eifert will go somewhere and. I I think I might be trying to buy him in Dynasty. He's yeah. he's sort of I mean he's sort of one of those that you might pay a second or third round pick for him and it not work out, but you could pay a second round pick for him and he could have ten touchdowns this year. I mean right. it's I really do feel like that's in the cards for him. I, I mean I would like to see in our perfect world scenario Kirk Cousins thrown to him at Denver, but that's obviously, you know, not I mean, a lot of things have to go right for that for something like that to happen. But speaking it, of the cards, maybe what, Arizona. What he's yeah, I mean, maybe Arizona. But having you know what he was able to do with Andy Dalton, who really has never thrown to tight ends very often. I mean, he had Gresham there for a hot minute, but he he did pretty well, and I I think he's talented. Just if he can stay healthy. Um, so, all right, and, and the last tight end that we will talk about is Gronk and Rob Gronkowski. What? What? Rob Gronkowski. Why, why, why is he the last tight end? We got is like he, two he, more. He, we didn't talk about Jimmy. He, we didn't talk about Trey. We talked about Jimmy. Oh, uh, we talked about Jimmy. What about Trey? Well, briefly. Our second, our second to last tight end that we are going to talk about is Rob Gronkowski. Uh, after the Super Bowl, uh, when people were asking him a million stupid ass questions that had nothing to do with Super Bowl, but anyway, um, uh, basically, it came up that he is considering retirement. Um, what do you what do you think of this? How much do you guys read into this? And do you think it's just something that he angrily said 
after the Super Bowl, or do you think it's a possibility? I, th- I think it's a possibility. I agree with Nick, and I'll tell you I agree why. With That's weird. Is because, um, I mean, he's had a history of injuries throughout his career already. He had a severe concussion before the Super Bowl. I mean, I, he was just completely gone out of it, and he's got all this money saved up from his endorsements. Um, see, he he's created this persona. I mean, obviously, he's been in the Entourage movies. He's been, you know, he does cameos. Or whatever. There's more than one Entourage movie. Entourage movie. Oh, uh, okay. He, nice. uh, he, yeah. But he he could. I agree with you. He could retire and be a personality. Do whatever. Maybe go to WWE. Wasn't he going to go to WWE? That's that's what allegedly. The next but, Brock Lesnar. But I don't I don't think that's actually. I mean, is that really better for concussions? I would watch but, that pay per view. I, I mean, we all would, obviously. I would pay a lot of money to watch that. But I I don't know. I could see it happening. But I think at this offseason, Gronk will go back to his house, whatever. He'll be pounding natty lights and breaking tables. And he'll be like, I need to go play some football. Like, I, I just don't think. I think Gronk, after like two, three months of being away, will be like, nah, football. And he's going to have to go back and play. So. And and also, I don't see Gronk ending not on a Super Bowl championship win. Like that just doesn't. That's not how the Rob Gronkowski story ends in the NFL for me. It doesn't. I just I don't think it does. Um, does anybody else have anything you want to add about how the greatest tight end ever is never going to retire? Hopefully, he's retiring. <laughs> Who retires first, Gronk or Antonio Gates? Oh, <laughs> uh, Gronk. Gronk. That's a real question we might be asking here. Cole uh, Beasley. Moving on to some potential. Uh, potential... Uh, Trey Burton? Where do you oh. want to see him go? Trey Burton. I, I don't know. I'm not so sure Trey Burton's actually a good, uh, a great tight end steal in the free agency. He's fine. I mean, he's he's good. He's serviceable. But uh, no teams are going to go out and be like, oh, we, we got to. He threw a Trey touchdown Burton. in the Super Bowl. Oh. I could see I could see him coming wow. to Indy and signing with Frank. I wouldn't hate that actually. That would actually what be about going they've already uh, never, yeah. never mind back dumb dumb question. I was gonna say yeah, what about they... Minnesota because Di Filippo went out there, but that's just dumb because they got Kyle already. Well, right. Well, Indy has Jack Doyle, but it'd be nice to have like a move tight end because Doyle right. isn't a move tight end. Yeah, I look good with Foles and Wentz. So it's not like he looked good with just one guy. Right. He's he's, he's a backup tight end. I don't think yeah, he's he's a premier he's guy. Saying. He's exactly he's your number two, but you can sub him for a number one if your number one gets hurt. I think I think that he is a very serviceable tight end. He's gonna do what a lot of teams need him to do, but he's not like you know, I think Tyler Eifert has a much higher ceiling to elevate an offense, whereas Trey Burton just is more of a guy that is going to just, you know, do his job. But but I, I think it'll be fine, and wherever he goes, it's fine. But for fantasy purposes, I'm not. I really you know, hope so, he stays in Philadelphia. To, if somebody wants to, but yeah, I think that'd be. I think it'd be best for him, and really for his fantasy purposes, probably. Um, but but yeah, I'd, wherever he goes, if you can sell him, I'd be selling him. Uh, but a couple more potential free agency moves. Uh, Jonathan Stewart may be released. It's not for sure, but. Carolina does cut him. They would save three point seven million dollars, which they can really use. Uh, Jace Stu still, I think, was fine. He another candidate. If he does get cut, he could could go somewhere and and uh, be serviceable. 
Um, CJ Anderson is another one of those guys potentially could be released. Uh, what do you guys, what do you guys think of those two? Jay Stu, I have no question on where he could possibly go for the next year, but uh, with what you're saying with CJ is that he could possibly end up in Miami again, mm-hmm. where he, where they yeah. lose interest, and I mean that just kills yeah. Kenyon Drake's value. I like it though for Miami; it would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have they they could use him. But either like, guy, either like guy could Drake. work. I like yeah. Drake by himself as well, it's... a three down. But you, but you need more than one running back. You I can't. Get it. Have, I get you need more than one. But in fantasy, and, and they don't care about fantasy in the NFL. Yeah, I get it. It's about winning games. I mean, Drake, it, Drake and, was doing a lot of work for the short like what was it like eight games that we got to see with him actually running the show. And it, with, it's it's hard to tell though because I actually maybe it's because of how bad Jay Cutler was, but I would have liked to have seen Ryan Tannehill this year. And I really think we would have seen a way different team with the Dolphins if he would have been there. Obviously, it would have been different. But I mean, you know, he was—he's been—he got—he's been getting better every year. And this injury obviously set him back. And who knows how he's going to look for the Dolphins this year? But they really like him, and he's been a leader in their in their locker room. Whatever that means for you guys, but literally since he was a rookie, like that's what they've been talking about. So maybe Tannehill comes back. They get CJ. The Dolphins could be a team to look out for. And it just quite frankly, just because not a lot is going to change and they, they seem to always be one of those teams that, that end up winning games. They shouldn't, I mean, they somehow Ryan Tannehill, um, I mean, he hits his, hits his targets, but I, I, I don't want him on the deep ball. All right. Question real quick. So yes. with Jay playing his seven games in Miami, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, does it make Jay that much worse on the value or does it make Drake better that he did so, so well with that line, the same line that Jay had? I don't understand what you're trying to ask me. They both had the same line all season. Yes. Jay had a poor first seven weeks or like Mm -hmm. average seven weeks compared to what we were expecting on value that Mm -hmm. we paid versus Drake. Do you put Drake ahead of Jay or do you keep them about equal? Are you talking about dynasty? Are you saying do I like think Kenny Drake is more valuable than JJ? Correct. Yes, I do, and because I JJ has no long term value for dynasty purposes. His long term value is in in three years his knees are shot. We know that. Like he's not gonna. But that's what uh, we said at the beginning of this year. No, that's not what we said. We said at the beginning of this year that his life expectancy is, in the NFL is very short. And and if he gets three years, it'll be it'll be good. So I, I don't know. I just from a dynasty standpoint, Kenyon Drake is is much easier in my opinion because I mean at least he has a shot in six seven years to be in the NFL. And and plus I just think he's a, he's more of a three down back. Jay Ajayi is not a three down back. He just but with the line situations not. that are in Miami and Philadelphia. Would you say that they're still that you're still putting Drake above? I think that you're trying to judge an offensive line for 2018 when we don't even know who's going to be on that either offensive line yet, and and a lot changes from year to year. And you know what I mean? And yep, nope, just asking questions. You know, it's, no, 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 no. I agree. I I think that I think Kenyon Drake is the better pure running back. Okay, that's um, where I was getting I, at. Like, I do, I, I do. I th- I really think he is. Um, 
but I could also see him very easily fade away into the abyss and not have a lot of value this coming season for whatever reason, because they signed CJ Anderson or, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough. Kenyon Drake's a sell for me right now. All if right. you can sell him, right, what, uh, what's your opinion? Um, I don't know. It, it's you can't guarantee that the play calling was the same at the back half of the season after Ajayi left. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so we don't know if the they were adjusting the the blocking schemes or you know well, playing a little know different. I mean, well, quite frankly, we know that every NFL team every week they they adjust, they change everything. Oh, right. So I mean, you know, the first eight weeks they're not doing the same thing they were the second eight weeks. I mean, right. it's just, it's just I mean, enough. you've got different talent. Ajayi exactly. and Kenny Drake aren't the same running back, so it's it's not like you're going from, I don't know, Le'Veon Bell to Jarek McKinnon or Del, you know, De- those differences would be stark. Mm-hmm. McKinnon to Gore. Sure. <laughs> um, that said, I would probably go right now. I would put Drake ahead of Ajayi. Um, there's a lot of running backs in Philadelphia at the moment. They get rid of Blunt, that's one thing, but they still have Clement, who they like giving touches to. They got Sproles coming back. There's a lot of mouths to feed in the backfield, whereas Drake is rising until they sign another guy or draft Mm -hmm. another guy or whatever. It's his job because they're getting rid of uh, Damian Williams Mm -hmm. because he sucked. So it depends on who they bring in. If they bring in a guy that's going to be a backup, then fine. And Drake keeps his lead dog status. My my thing is is that Sproles is a UFA this year, but he wants to be back. If I remember correctly, he was supposed to be only on on contract for this last season, so they'd have to re-sign him for Lord knows whatever money that they'd re-sign Darren him Sproles? for. Yes, I the running back. He was still under contract this upcoming year. If I'm not mistaken, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was mm. potentially. Okay. Like, this was his last season under contract. They gave him the extension the last year, and he was going to retire going into this year. Okay. Isn't he 35 years old? 36? No? I'm more no. in there, yeah. I mean, he's, he's he's getting up there, yeah, as far as I, I running just, backs. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, no, he's a UFA this year, and he's 33. Going to okay. be 34. Okay. So, Frank, that's right. Duh, Frank Gore, oldest running back in the NFL. But huh? he wants to be back. That's the thing. Like, Sproles said he wants to yeah. come back. So, I, I get what you're saying. The the amount of mm-hmm. mouths that could possibly be able to be fed there. But if the Eagles are going to use their money, because Sproles was under contract last year for $3.5 million. Yeah. So, that's um, a lot of money for... Yeah. Yeah, well, that's enough Eagles talk. I'm over the Eagles for the rest of the year. Um, won a ring two, we've got we've got two more tags we got to talk about, which are uh, Allen Robinson. He is is likely to get a tag, is what it's looking like right now. They're having trouble working out a deal. Um, you know, he wants to get paid big bucks, like he just produced this last season, and he was hurt all season, so um, he's likely to get the tag. I don't think he will get traded by any means. Maybe if somebody makes a good offer, but I would imagine they want to keep him. Uh, do you guys? I mean, I, I really like a Rob. I love his talent. I've I've always kind of said he reminded me kind of Des. Um, but what do you what do you guys think about Allen Robinson? 
Well, they got to the AFC Championship game without him. So oh, yeah. with him, they're going to be an even better team depending on who's lining up under center. I hope he leaves because, again, Indy has a lot of money to spend. So do the Jets. But the Jets do too, and so does San Francisco. And him and Garoppolo could be a pretty impressive combination. Yeah, I agree. Him, him with Pierre Garçon, Marquise Goodwin. Goodwin. Yeah, that, that'd be a, Gosh, a fun team to watch. <laughs> do we expect Joe Williams to take over in San Fran? No. No. Because Hyde's a free agent, but... I, I, I really think they'll re-sign Hyde. I like A-Rob going to any of the spots that are open, to be honest, because... Well, this... this I mean, obviously, this is the problem about talking about it right now. It's is, speculative. You know, yeah, absolutely. Everything we're talking about is speculative, and it's, you know, some, are, some of what we're saying is our wants and hopes. But um, basically, you know, a lot of things we've talked about today have been... You know, sort of things that we've we've come to expect. You know, such as Frank Gore. We know he's going to be released. You know, it, just because nothing's official doesn't mean it's not not going to happen. Um, but yeah, Hyde. I, I I'd imagine they'd want to resign Hyde. Maybe not. Maybe he goes elsewhere. Um, but but Le'Veon is he he's definitely going to be a stealer this year. Whether it's with the tag, whether they get a deal done, um, I think that uh, that you know. If somebody's worried about Le'Veon because of contract situation, for any reason, I don't care what it is, you buy Le'Veon. Uh, I just, I think you just, you do. I, I love him. And he's amazing. You buy him. I don't think that A. Rob gets franchise tagged one because there's that big old video of like, come on, keep the fucking ball inbounds, you know, and he gets all pissed with Blake, and he's just, it's just like came out that, like that video just made it like probably give some kind of, I can't think of the word right now, but. Animosity, some some kind of fucking word, you know. Can't <laughs> it's it's that word. It works. It animosity. fits in there. It's, it's some some word. It's some word. So it's animosity. No, like it's tension. Some kind of tension. There we go. Some kind of tension between him and Blake that they just don't want. Like he doesn't want anything to do with that team or that quarterback as long as he's under center in Jacksonville. So I could see them not putting the tag on him and letting him walk, or they tag him and trade him, just like we're talking about Jarvis happening. I don't know. ESPN, Mike DiRocco said that they expected the Jags to tag him if they can't work out a deal. So it's you know sort of like Le'Veon. Um, you know they're saying the ACL isn't really an issue, but they're basically saying they're looking for a one-year incentive-laden deal. They want to give him a one-year deal this year, and you know, as long as he comes back from injury and is, is playing well, then they'll pay him. But that's not what he wants. He wants a big contract. Uh, understandably, he wants you know a big contract, and they don't want to give it to him because he's coming off an ACL. So I, I understand both sides. I mean, how can you not? But you know, tagging him probably makes the most sense from their standpoint. Um, Nick, you have anything to add? No. Uh, last, last <laughs> bit of no. Okay, good talk. Uh, last bit of free agent news. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence is to be signed in Dallas, <laughs> and I know that might not sound like you know as, as big fantasy news, but I I think that's that's huge for the Cowboys and their their offense is going to run through their defense. And I know that sounds dumb, but it's what it is. If their defense doesn't play well it, and not give their offense less time on the field, it, it's just 
it's it is what it is. They they've got to get Zeke the ball. They've got to stop the run. Otherwise, Dallas. I, I don't know, man. I, I think Dallas is on a downward slope. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think about Demarcus Lawrence? I feel like a broken record because Indy has money and Indy has connections to these guys. Um, um. <laughs> but with the linebacker coach coming to be the D coordinator, mm-hmm. I would like him as the defensive end to go opposite um, Jabal Sheard. But I'm assuming that they're going to tag Lawrence because they can't let him go. Yeah. Defensive ends are pretty hard to come by, especially guys that hit 10, 12 sacks. Yeah, and quite frankly, they really uh, could use another edge rusher as well. But it's going to take up a lot of their cap space if they do tag him. And they need a receiver. Dallas needs a receiver in a bad way. I could see them maybe trying to go uh, after... Cole Beasley is what? Their number one receiver, but Dez was, was shit last year. So I can't believe they signed they Terry Williams to that big contract. Cole Beasley. They Cole need a number Beasley. Terry Williams yeah, and Bryce Butler are not the answer. Cole no. Beasley. Neither is Cole Beasley, unless he's quarterback. Cole Beasley is everything. Quarterback. Cole is everything. Quarterback over Dak Prescott. It's always Cole Beasley. Yes. I've already said Cole Beasley is their wide receiver one, but they need somebody behind him. And, you know, it maybe look Terrell Pryor, one of these guys we talked about earlier. Maybe they make a trade for Landry. Who knows? But it, it, I doubt it. A-Rob, A-Rob's going to be a Jag. A-Rob's but, not going to be a Jag. I'll bet you $1. Okay, deal. Just uh, once, just once, I want a team to have like four slot wide receivers mm-hmm. as their top four. So you can have like Cole Beasley, Danny Amendola, Jamison Crowder, and Jarvis Landry. Like that, I would love to see that. That is Alex Smith's wet dream right, right? there. <laughs> Alex Smith is somewhere right now. With a lot of blood flow, and he doesn't know why. Um, he just went everywhere, <laughs> all over the place. You went from six to midnight. Yeah, from six to midnight. Uh, all right, so coaching. If you man. don't understand that rec- that re- reference, <laughs> you're too young for this podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, some coaching moves. The biggest, by far, the biggest news in all of of the coaching world was John Gruden going to the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders. Um, with by far the dumbest fucking contract I've ever fucking seen. Ten year, a hundred million dollar. Savage. Wh- Pay me. Wh- but like, at what point? So like, what four years in? If he's not doing very well, they're like, all right, well, let's just give him the other six years. Like, no, that's it's got to be the only other. I, I believe the only other person to get a 10-year deal was Landry. So, I mean, you know, it's not like – I mean, we're talking about one of the greatest coaches of all time. But it, it's – I mean, maybe it's because I hate the fucking Raiders. I hate them. Their fans are shit. And, and you're that, a Chargers fan. That's that's irrelevant. That has nothing to do with the Raiders being piece of shit fans. Um. Anyway, if you, unless you're a Raiders fan and you're listening to this podcast, then – We love you. No, no, we don't. Raiders fans can fuck off. But I, I think that Oakland didn't know that John Gruden's been out of the NFL for like 15 years. I don't think they knew that when they hired him because it, this, this just seems idiotic to me. And it really made me laugh. And I was like, cool day. That's a, that's a good day to be a Charger because in 10 years, there's it just 
Talk to me in ten years. We'll see. Okay. How do you? How is it bad? Like I'll the dude you... has been sitting there in the booth scouting teams for the past ten or whatever years. He knows every team. He sees their weaknesses and their strengths. Dude's been prepping for this. I'll so, bet you, you over his ten years, he wins years. more games against the Chargers. So in fifteen years, so in ten years, when Jeff Fisher's been scouting the NFL and scouting Stop. the NFL, Jeff Fisher's no, no, no. a completely different person. No, no, no. I'm saying because he was in the booth calling games. He's seen them all. Like he, he's talked to all the players. He does his Gruden camp or you know whatever it is. Like it's not like he's sitting in a cabin in the woods. You know what he hasn't been doing? Coaching in the NFL. And the NFL when he coached in the NFL now is not the same NFL. No, because he sees it. But defense still wins games. Game. No, no. But I'm just saying the entire the players, everything about it, the culture, everything is different. He, well, yeah, social he, media is bigger. His coaching, I, no, but I just mean I just don't think his coaching style. His, I, I don't know. I, I just, I just Spider don't like. Two white banana will play whenever. And oh wherever. my God, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. So, how uh, how is this uh, going for you? Uh, this reunion? It's, it's it's great. It's great. It's fantastic. I love it. Joel love- just. Had a hissy fit and because stomped we just, off. Because we it just like, hit him with the Gruden. Their car isn't like fucking Jesus fucking Christ. Their car isn't is like terrible. What, what do you we, mean? Like, he was playing injured I, half the season. Okay, I don't care. I said before what the beginning of this year. What do you mean you don't care? Their car is not good. Their car's bet? not. He's better than P. Riv next year. Yeah, I'll bet you yeah, another I'll bet dollar. You money. I'll another bet dollar. Twenty dollars. Another dollar. Good. I'll bet you it's another dollar. Good. Yeah, I'll bet you another dollar. Good bet, brother. Um. Anyway, good bet, brother. That's what happened to you from West Virginia. Irrelevant because because my whole point is that Oakland's trash, John Gruden's trash. Let's move the fuck on. I'm over. So we'll, we'll talk about here in nine years when John Gruden is obviously still coaching in Las Vegas. Well, you guys can tell me that you told me so. Um, so we'll this okay. okay, I got okay. I'll calm down. I'll calm down. Um, Josh McDaniels is staying in New England. All I have here in my notes, why? Why is he staying in New England? You've got notes? Why is he staying in New England? Seriously, what's happening? What's going on here? The next HC? Andrew Luck, he's dead. Oh, my God. It's the it's weekend at Bernie's. That's what they're doing with Andrew <laughs> Luck right now. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, dude. He, they got shades on him and everything. He's like, He's got a big old smile on his face. Like when his arm throws, it's really somebody else next to him? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I think this is more of a testament to, which I'm sure everybody's heard this take before, but I think it's To true. more money? I think it's more of a testament to Tom old, Brady? Old Bill Belichick not planning on being around for too much longer. I mean, I don't know if everybody heard the story. Nick, you can probably tell it a little better than I can, but basically... I don't know what you're talking about. In the bathroom in a locked stall and Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick cornered him. No. Is that not what happened? It was something similar to that. Basically, he was getting ready. He was getting ready to leave for Indianapolis, as the story goes. And Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft ended up talking him out of it last second. Um, and and I can't imagine that they did that by saying, "In ten years, you're still going to be an offensive coordinator. In five years, you're still going to be an offensive coordinator." I, I just I would have to imagine they said something along the lines of, "Bill's only going to coach for another year or two. Or you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe they, maybe not. Maybe they say. Don't you want to win a Super Bowl again next year? But uh, it seems weird. It just seems it just seemed very weird. Obviously, I mean, it. I was I was okay with him coming over to the Colts. 
Mm-hmm. Like he has a winning culture as an assistant. He doesn't have a winning culture as a head coach, but in Denver, he never had uh, a franchise quarterback. Actually, he fantasy purposes. What? I didn't like McDaniel's going there for fantasy purposes. I didn't Where? like Indy. To Indy, I did not like that uh-huh. one. Um, I wasn't super excited with the thought of him bringing all of the Patriots free agents over. I didn't like the thought of Indy being New England West, um, but he knew how he he's a great offensive assistant. He's he's good at game planning. It it took some humility when he went back to um, New England the first time after he failed in Denver and failed in uh, St. Louis. So I'm I was thinking he was different, you know, and he could come and he could do something more with the offensive game. He had or he would have had 80 plus million to remake the roster. But with him going back, whatever we see him for how he really is, um, I think it's kind of cold that he didn't really uh, tell his assistants that he was going back. They signed their deals before he did. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but. I think there were there were a lot of there's a lot of shady shit that went down and and we'll never and and there's one person in the world that probably knows what really happened and it's him, but for his sake it is cool he stays in a system he's comfortable with an area he's comfortable with his family isn't moving anywhere I think I think if you're a Colts fan and you get pissed off about it and say he's a fucking asshole I I think then you're just dumb you should just be like whatever we'll move on we got Frank Reich he's a better fit anyway Uh, I mean now that he's a coach of the Colts um, I mean. You've got to be uh, whatever. I know you've heard this before, but this has to make you happy, right? This is a good hire. I mean, it does. It, it, I, I'm very, I'm really happy compared to the other guys that they. Were, <laughs> I wish you could see Nick's face. He actually, that's, I think it's the first time I've ever actually seen you look happy. Yeah, well, compared to the guys that they were interviewing, <laughs> like they interviewed the Baylor head coach. <laughs> Stop. But Reich is familiar with the the owner, which is huge because he is a train wreck. Um, he, he knows he's just, he's a better fit. Like I think just better temperament for a, for a head coach. Like we were saying before the pod, I just think that he fits their culture very well. Um, I don't know if you saw the video with Pat McAfee interviewing him and, and you know, I mean, he, he said the backup, he, he, Frank Gregg said the the backup role has served him very well in his career. You know, which yeah. obviously it has. Um, so it's 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 a good story, I think, for the Colts. And I do think that as a Colts fan, you have some something to be excited about for this yeah. upcoming year. Oh yeah. Um, and if the rumors are true and Peyton is coming back into the fold as team president, then you know, it, if Reich <laughs> was his guy, and this this works better because he did not like McDaniel's. If that happens. Oh my God! You're gonna be—you'll be unbearable. You'll be more unbearable than AJ. I, I probably will be. <laughs> Super Bowl. Okay. Woo! Well, that, that's excited. not me. That's AJ. I just want it to be clear. <laughs> I just want everybody that's ever listened to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. You, that wasn't you. That wasn't me. <laughs> that energy has never radiated from from you. Um, but it's it's only because you internalize it and bring it out with your intelligence. So. There is no intelligence. Are you ready to test your intelligence yet, Joel? So, no. We've got three more little bits of news. Uh, Steve Wilkes is hired as the Cardinals, uh, as the Cardinals coach. 
eh, eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about him to like it or hate it. But the Cardinals got a, I mean, they've got a lot of work to do to be a competitive yeah. team this year. Um, oh, I know a lot of people are hating David Johnson because of that, but I don't care. I love. All David. right, all right. Here you go. As an unbiased guy, who has a better season next year, Colts or Cardinals? Colts. Oh. The Colts. Really? Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I place I think Andrew Luck by himself's worth seven wins. I mean I think but the, David Johnson's worth how many? Really? No, 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 not how I feel about that because if Blaine Gabbert's the one who's behind I mean, behind center, it doesn't I, I love David Johnson and I'm not saying I mean I think that whatever. He could be worth two, three games, whatever. But not it's not as important as Andrew Luck is to the Colts. I think the Cardinals defense. I mean, it's not great, but it's better than the Colts defense. They had a, they had a lot of injuries last year too. Right. So the Cardinal defense and David Johnson is about equal to the Colts defense and Andrew Luck. But I do not like that division at all. Fair enough. That division is very tough. The Cardinals. The Cardinals are going to have to fight to not be in last place in that division. I mean, they are going to have to win. They're going to have to perform some miracles. It's standing right yeah. now, standing right now in February, you know, what have you. But, I mean, you know, the Rams are good. That's not mm-hmm. going to change. I believe the 49ers are good, and I don't think that's going to change either. I, I believe in Jimmy G. Well, I they've, believe... got a, they've got $100 million to help mm-hmm. that team too. Exactly. And you know how I feel about Russell Wilson. He's, he's the man. I um, think Seattle's actually the third best team in that division right now. Well, it, it it potentially is, but they still have the best quarterback in the division. Um, Debatable. Drew Stanton? Oh, fuck. Damn it, Nick. You got Come me on, again. Man. Come on. Uh, so Pat Shermer to the Giants. That right there is the one of the biggest. That might be the biggest move, in my opinion, of the season because Shermer – Shermer damn near deserved. Uh, Shermer. Shermer damn near deserved all the awards this year with what he did. I think that that with the Giants, Suck it, they need they needed. Uh, oh no! I'm, wow, I'm, that was aggressive. I'm not going to, but but thank you. Um, but yeah, the Giants obviously they need a little bit of a culture change as well. And I think Pat Shermer is that guy to go in there and give it to him. And, and, and especially, I'd love to see if he uh, if he got Saquon what what kind of game plans he could could draw up for him. Um, <laughs> this is fun. Shermer, Shermer, and um, last but not least, the Lions hired a homeless person to coach your team. Oh no, that was Matt Patricia. Um, he, he, don't give me that look. He literally in those pregame or before the Super Bowl, he looked like he'd never shaved in his life and he has been wearing a hat for the last 25 years. James Harden. Um, but going to the Lions, I don't know how I feel about this one. I've always really liked Matt Stafford for fantasy purposes and Patricia, obviously defensive coordinator. It'll be good for their defense, but what does this mean for their offense? What does this mean? You know, what kind of mindset are they going to go with? Are, is he going to try and install that Patriots culture? You know, is he going to try and just make everybody do their job? Like, you know, and I, I get that. It sounds simple and it sounds like obviously everybody do their job, but you know, is he going to just install coordinators and, and the people he wants and, and is he going to be able to trust them to do what, what he wants them to do? 
Um, I don't know. I don't think we know enough about Patricia, but it's interesting. Nonetheless, it's something to monitor. <laughs> this is fun. Start the fucking game. <laughs> Start the initials game. I don't know. What? No. We're we're ready. No, no, I don't have it because I was gonna save it for more than just two people. <laughs> So pretty much said, fuck you, Joel, your last place to begin with. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a cake win for AJ, so why waste it? <laughs> exactly. Not true. I want redemption. Shermer. <laughs> Shermer. Okay. Well, then that's the that's the pod. Uh, all right, okay, okay. Of all the, the new head coaches, who wins most wins most? Um, of all the head coaches, of all the coaches, obviously, obviously, we're not going to talk about Josh McDaniels. That doesn't count. All right. Um, Frank Reich. But you know, not Shermer. I think, it, dude. I think Shermer, Shermer has a. See, it's fun. It is fun to say. He signed up. It, he signed up I to think, lose four games a season. I think Pat Shermer has a. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who are the four losses? Who, he signed up for four losses. Who? Eagles, uh, Cowboys, uh, Eagles, uh, Cowboys. Really? Uh, because the Cowboys Eagles twice? <laughs> really? The Cowboys twice. Who do the Giants have? Come on. Their defense, they have sure. one They have one <laughs> cornerback, like you're talking about. Obi. sure. Okay, they but have that's, one guy on wide, that's one guy on offense. Eli Manthang? Uh, so come on. Let's be real. Evan Ingram, um, but eh. well, here, well, here's the Sterling thing. Sterling Shepdaggy. Really, it's okay. Well, anyway, I'm um over with Shermer. But in all honesty, Shermer. probably probably the most successful coach this year, and I, and I hate to say it, is probably going to be John Gruden because. What you did, 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 with the best team and the easier schedule. It is not going to be easy for Frank Reich and the Colts to go in and win 10 games this season. They're going to win eight and a half. Oh, okay. They're going to win eight and a half. Sure. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, well. Every time I say was, sure from now on, it's going to be this sure. This is fun, boys. Uh, do we have any? Do we want to close the show off with some final thoughts? Sure, Uh Yeah, that's about what I expected. Um, I don't know what else I thought was going to happen there. Uh, well, with that, thank you very much for listening to the New Pod Order. Uh, I am your host, Joel Davis. Uh, you can follow the pod at NPO two six zero. And you can find all of our Twitter uh, handles there. Uh, obviously, go to ffdynasty.com, ffdynasty260.com, and find all of our content as well as our Twitter handle. Uh, and you can find everything you need on the internet, I believe. And I'm just going to keep carrying this close out on. Sure. Up and now there it was. I was waiting on Shermer one more time. Sure. <laughs> sure. But sure. in all seriousness. <laughs> Uh, thanks hey, Nick, for finish this one for me. Sure. Thanks. Mer. <laughs> uh.
Okay, so we can edit all that out. Uh, all it's right, guys. Thanks for you know listening. Why it's sure. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the new pod order presented by FFD two six zero.